I lost a lot of friends and I lo- I had a lot of judgment from people that I knew in real life about what I was doing. People didn't understand why I was so dedicated to her, but I could turn to Instagram and there were thousands of people sitting there waiting to tell me like, keep doing it, keep going. back to the show. So we have a terrific guest on today. If you are somebody who spends time on social media, I am sure you cannot get away from the content out there that is focused on pets. This is a category in the influencer and the creator space that is growing, and their pet accounts. There's an account that I follow, Tucker Budzen, which has millions upon millions of followers. Tucker's not the only dog account that is large and growing. And I think that in social media and the world that we live in today, where there is so much negative and draining content on social media, the reason that these pet accounts are doing so well and growing is because it's a source of positivity at a time where there is a lot of negativity on social media. And one of the things that I love about pet accounts is that what they're trying to do is give you a positive glimpse into the life of their pet. Well, today's guest is one such account, a growing account. Avanti Fernandez is the owner of the pet, but the account is called Olive the Dane. And the account has really been growing. You may, if you follow the Dodo, which is one of the very large counts on social media that features all types of pets. You may have seen Olive's story. Olive is a Great Dane that was adopted by Avanti, and Olive went from a very healthy puppy that did the zoomies, like all other, like lots of other puppies, to suddenly a dog that had paralysis. And if you know Great Danes, they're very large dogs, so dealing with a dog of Olive's size that has paralysis is very challenging. And I'm so inspired by Avanti's commitment to Olive because when the experts told her to put Olive down and they didn't think that Olive would ever fully recover, Avanti decided that she was not going to do that, that she was going to commit to Olive. And it is not just a physical commitment because, you know, she spends a lot of time having to pick Olive up and help her move around. But also, it's a emotional commitment and a monetary commitment to do rehabilitation for Olive. So Olive has um, defied the odds, and she is uh, a dog that can live a happy life. She has has had some improvement with the work that Avanti and her team have done to help. Uh, and recently, Avanti decided she was going to foster a dog to see how Olive did with other dogs. And she brought in a dog named Daisy, who now is part of their family. Daisy has been a great source of happiness for Olive. We talk about uh, Avanti's story, how she adopted Olive, and how that process worked for her, how she made the decisions that she has along the way, and how she's grown her account. She has some great insights about how to think about what she's going to post about her dogs and that experience. So with that, I am going to let you hear my conversation with Avanti. 
Avanti, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. We are both dog people. Obviously, you are. You've got an incredibly successful dog account. I want to start with your journey. So, you get this puppy, Olive. All things are great, and then something happens. So, can you talk a little bit first about Olive and her story, and then how it led to you starting to share this on social media? Getting Olive was definitely a whim of the moment kind of decision. I saw her picture and was like, I need to have her. She was a normal puppy. She was running around, playing, ripping up stuff, stealing shoes. And we were planning to move to Philly when we were there one day. And, you know, she just kind of bumped into me and then went from like having one leg stick out to like completely paralyzed head to tail within maybe two, three hours, which is just like, Horrible because when I brought her into the vet, I thought maybe she just has like a broken leg. Maybe she just bumped me a little too hard, a growing puppy. She broke her leg. It was like shocking. I remember all the doctors were like, you're probably going to have to put her down. And I was just like, we're not doing that until we figure out what happened. So she stayed there for about a week. And then I moved her over into a different rehab facility closer to where I grew up. But the reason behind starting her Instagram was I had started it because she was a cute little puppy and she was my first adult dog. So I, I really just wanted to capture that moment for us and just like, you know, kind of put our lives together on social media. But it took a huge turn when she was paralyzed because I had zero clue of like the special needs dog world. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know dogs could get massages or acupuncture or even wheelchairs. And so that was kind of the way I started doing it was one, I had no clue what was happening. So I was just like, I need to put it out there. So maybe somebody can find me. And thankfully, somebody did and kind of like showed me the ropes. And then it really came down to searching for a wheelchair for her, which is where I found Tanya from Joey's Paw. She kind of like showed me that there's a real world out there of disabled dogs and things you can do to give them a life. So it was really, really helpful to have like somebody to hold my hand through that. But Instagram was just a way for me to document. I really just wanted to see like, how far can we go? Because at that moment, I thought, you know, she'll recover fully, she'll be a normal dog again, and it would be perfect to have her journey through it. And while she's not normal, I still like, I go back and I watch the videos all the time. I just get overwhelmed by how grateful I am for her and her strength. Did they ever figure out what happened and where this mysterious illness came from? We know it's something neurological. Not sure what caused that. We can probably account it to bad breeding. She was from a breeder because I was too young to adopt at that time and the rescues turned me away. So you had the dodo, which is a very popular account on Instagram, they decided to do a story about Olive, which I know has has generated hundreds of thousands of views. Can you talk a little bit of how that came about? Yeah. So I feel so bad for the people that work at the Dodo because I harass them every time I posted. I tagged them. I sent them Olive's videos. I really, I, I messaged them every single time I posted because I knew what was happening was something I really wanted to raise awareness about because I think a lot of people get pets and don't realize like they come with a lot of responsibility, even if they don't end up how Olive ended up. And I, I just felt, you know, we don't even know what's wrong with her. And it was just so important that somebody needed to hear what was happening to her. And so we had about, I want to say eight or 9,000 followers when they, when they reached out to us. And then 
when they did the video for us, we grew to about 16,000 followers from just that one video that they posted once. So it was a lot. But there was also a lot of hate, I think, because people don't understand. I think a lot of the comments were like, put her out of her misery. But she's not in pain. She wasn't in misery. I mean, obviously, it was traumatic in the first year or so. But she lived with a bunch of other special needs dogs. She didn't know there was anything going on with her. Yeah, I think it was just honestly, maybe like resentment, maybe their own issues or their own dogs that they maybe had let go of and and not gone the extra mile for that was coming out in that way. I do think it is unbelievable what you do for for Olive. It's constant care for her in terms of rehabilitation, Mm -hmm. helping her. I know you also had somebody help you with massage that helped. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So it was really funny. I don't know if you've seen the other like dwarf Great Danes. Their names are Quinn and Gray, but they got a lot. They they were also one of the first to kind of like help me out. But they put me in touch with Annalisa, who does the massage through Well and Hands Massage. And she reached out to me because I was a I was a broke college student paying like a thousand dollars a week for all these rehab and was like, I'll donate my services to you and just watch after three massages. You'll see it works. And I was like, this weird lady is reaching out to me, but hey, it's free and I'm willing to try anything. So we did it in like the third massage. I remember the video. We were sitting outside of where she did the massages originally and Olive got up and just leaped. And we were like, what is happening? What is she doing? I'm beyond blessed that she reached out to me. I can't say enough good words about her and the dog's lives that she impacts. Is this something that most dogs could benefit from or do you need to have a neurological issue in order to benefit from it? No, not at all. Most dogs can benefit from it. It's helpful for stress, anxiety, normal tension, old age. It's really just, it's like a normal massage that would benefit humans for relaxation. If you could talk a little bit about Daisy, who kind of came into your orbit earlier this year, because she is now your second, your second pup. Yes. So I mentioned earlier that when I saw Olive's puppy picture, I was like, she's mine. I have to have her. And I got the same feeling about Daisy when the rescue posted her. And so I intentionally didn't offer to foster her because I didn't want to keep a second dog. I had offered to foster a different dog, but then things happened and I ended up getting Daisy. And from the moment I met her, I knew it was like, if you and Olive get along really well, it's happening. You're you're staying with us forever. And Daisy, I think, loves me a lot, but she she goes to Olive to play. It's no longer Olive seeking Daisy out or seeking the other foster dog out. She and Olive are like two peas in a pod and it's It's just so important for me to only keep a dog that was going to reciprocate Olive's love and energy. I'm in awe that you are, you were a college student. You adopt this puppy, Olive. This really sort of, you know, unexpected thing happens. And instead of doing what the experts are telling you to do, which was to put her down, you said, no, I'm not going to do that. And, (laughs) and it's not just, you know, it's, People need to understand how much work it is to do what you do every day and and the money. As you mentioned, (laughs) it's really a commitment that you have and shows your moral compass in all of this. You know, I'm going to live a lot longer than Olive is. And like, I hate talking about that, but. I, I I just swear, you know, as long as she she's with me, I will give her the best life possible, even if that means not doing the things I want to do, like maybe traveling or, you know, going out all the time or something like that. But I will 
I'll give her the best life possible as long as she wants to be here. So where do you expect to, are you going to continue to just plan to share Olive and now Daisy's story? Do you have specific plans for what you're going to do next? I think opportunities are endless. It's definitely going to be all about Olive and Daisy for the foreseeable future. But I do think, you know, I started this five years ago and my my style has been the same. So I was just talking to my friend about how I want to make our, our page a little bit more aesthetic, maybe like creating Olive's corner behind her bed and, and putting nice pictures up behind her. But really, it'll just be focusing on like navigating life with two dogs, maybe another foster dog. I love to promote the foster dogs on my page mm-hmm. uh, and just helping as much as I can. I, I I get a lot of joy from from helping my girls and helping other dogs. And so I think our Instagram is is really where it'll be. I am definitely going to try to make more day in the life versus snapshot of one moment videos. So it's it's definitely going to be an exciting year for us trying new things, seeing what people actually want to see, maybe doing more things like this and talking about life with special needs dogs. I think it's just sharing our lives and being yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. How do you find creating content with them? Because we, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, the fact that you know these are not human beings that can understand what you're saying when you're trying to get them to do whatever it is. How do you capture the content with them? It's hard. I pull out a camera and Olive looks away. She knows. And she's like, I don't want to be recorded. I don't want to be a part of this. Basically, it's usually from my point of view. So I'm almost never in the content because I'm doing it while I'm walking. I'm not hindering what they're doing. I'm not asking them to do anything special. Lately, I've set up a tripod sometimes to capture like what walking Olive actually looks like and what her harness looks like and to show her leg movements and to show Daisy jumping on top of her. But it's a struggle because they do not care if there's a tripod. They do not care if I'm like my phone is flying out of my hand because Olive decides to start running. It's really a lifestyle account. <laughs> I know I mentioned this earlier. I have three dogs. They're not well behaved. And yeah. I think to myself, how come I got the three dogs that are not well behaved? Everyone else's dogs on Instagram or whatever, they're all so well behaved. But yeah. I love that you do show the fact yeah. that that Daisy's jumping on Olive and it's and yeah. your phone, like that that is to somebody like me. And I'm sure there are lots of other dog owners mm-hmm. out there who are in the same boat where we think, are we the only ones with yeah. behaving <laughs> all the time? So I'm glad it helps you. Cause I think that I'm like, am I the only one who still has a dog that jumps? Cause Daisy loves to jump. And it's very nice to have a community that just kind of takes us as we are. <laughs> yeah. In terms of your community, and I want to talk just quickly, if we can, about that. How do you think about your followers? I know you call you just said the community, and I mm-hmm. think that's a really smart way to think about it because you are building a relationship and a community with these people, even though you may not know them in real life. How do you think about that and the building of that community? I love them. You know, they were there for me when, like you said, people don't really get it until they reach a certain age. And I, I lost a lot of friends and I I had a lot of judgment from people that I knew in real life about what I was doing. People didn't understand why I was so dedicated to her, but I could turn to Instagram and there were thousands of people sitting there waiting to tell me like, keep doing it. Keep going. You're doing an amazing thing. We have some followers that have been with us from like day one that are still commenting, still saying how much they love her. And it's just been I can't I can't put into words how much I appreciate what they've done for me and for Olive. Sometimes the people who are 
you know, in our mm-hmm. orbit physically mm-hmm. are not the ones who can be the most supportive and you can yes. get that from outside. And I think that's one of the beauties, the one of the wonderful things about social media. I mean, you talked earlier about the fact that you do have the trolls too, which is the downside <laughs> of social media, because as we said, everyone's got an opinion, but you also can find people who are the ones who are going to get you through. I'm so grateful that you're spe- you've spent this time chatting with us about both Olive and Daisy and your story. If people want to follow you, what is the best way for them to do that? Yeah, we're on Instagram. The username is at Olive underscore the Dane. Very simple and easy to remember. Avanti, thank you so much for this conversation. I love Olive's story. I will. We will make sure to have links so people can go check out the Dodo interview you did and that that story that was posted because it's great and it will bring tears to your eyes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having us. I can talk about Olive and her and Daisy forever. So thank you for giving me a chance to. Thank you for listening. If you're an influencer or a brand that wants to work with us, please feel free to email us at info at Until next time.